Hello, everybody. I am Hannah Golden, the current Young Miss International Spokesmodel and also the founder and owner of Sparkles and Rhinestones. And today I'm discussing the importance of community in pageantry. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, hello, hello and thank you for joining us. Um, Not that we've really got many places to be these days (laughs) (laughs) because we are all now on lockdown here in the UK. Uh, Finally, took the government long enough. Um, (laughs) I know it's hideous being on lockdown but most of us could see the sooner they did it the sooner we'd get out of it. Um, But what's great about being in lockdown is the fact that we can spend so much time online building our communities so I really wanted to get into the importance of it and I felt like uh who is the best person to talk about this but the amazing Hannah of Sparkles and Rhinestones that has built the most incredible online community actually you're not just online community but we're going to get into we're going to get into all of that so can you explain a little bit about the pageant community that you've built with Sparkles and Rhinestones? So I've been competing in pageants for a good 10 years now, pageant veteran, some may say. And I think it was 2017 when I was like, there are so many um, sites for pageantry that give advice um, but and books as well. But they're all American-based and they didn't have really any relevance to us here in the UK. So I was like, right. I'm going to start something, something that shares positive stories, something that gets the message out there of different pageant queens from all different systems here in the UK. And that's where Sparkles and Rhinestones was born. So with that, it's now progressed. We do um, line interviews. We do the written blog as well as advice piece. We branched out to the manual as well. But it's really important that we keep it UK based and we highlight all the different pageant queens within because there's so many systems here, the little ones and the big ones. And it provides a platform for people to tell their story and to tell them about the appearances they're doing, the campaigns they're doing and just a nice positive hub because that's what we want to keep. It. We want to keep the positivity in pageantry and that's really where the sparkles and rhinestones like the sparkles the rhinestones all the nice fun stuff about it that's where it comes from amazing and how did you like literally get it started what was the sort of first thing because there's so many elements to it now what were the what were the beginning steps and stages of it so the first one I remember planning halfway through um like my rare day off when I was personal trainer and I was like I just finished competing in galaxy and inspiration and I was kind of feeling down, kind of feeling like I didn't have the right mindset. And I was like, right, when I first started pageantry, I could never find any of this stuff. Like coaches were not a thing and you learn for experience. So I thought I've, I've got enough experience now. I've, you know, I've seen it in and out. So I've started coaching and I was like, this needs to be a place where I can share everything. So I, I used to write a blog anyway, 
um, with my own pageant journey. And I also used to write for some pageant magazines. So I have some experience there and I do love writing uh, when my laptop decides to work. Um, <laughs> but so I was like, I've got this time now. I put my entry again in for Galaxy before I found out I was pregnant. And I was like, let's start this off. So I started off with Sparks and Rhinestones Pageant Girl of the Week, just sharing um, people's nominations and writing about different pageant systems and sharing different pageant systems just to kind of educate people who um, are just starting into pageants or ones that were looking for their next place to compete. Then, of course, I fell pregnant and I won my title of Young European International Miss. And I found, although I was still going to appearances, when it gets to like month seven and month eight <laughs> of your pregnancy, you kind of are a little bit more housebound, especially for me as I had some conditions um, which were elevated from pregnancy. Mm. So that's when I really got into it. I was like, right, let's start doing advice videos. Let's start um, interviewing. And I think it took me a while to get into the online Skype interviews because I didn't really know how I could do it. but yeah. Um, through watching other pageant um, other pageant sites and seeing what technology they used and kind of reading into it, I started doing the, the online Skype ones last year. I do them pre-recorded kind of like this because, of course, you know, with childcare and with kids running around, it's not great to have <laughs> a kid in the background trying to steal your camera. And I know what you mean. <laughs> I mean, a lot of pageant girls would love that because they love Penelope and they always want to see her. Like when I'm doing my pageant training, um, like private coaching, they're like, um, where's Penelope? She's not here. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, I won't be able to hear what you're saying. Uh, sometimes she does, you know, if we need to rearrange it onto a day where I have Penelope. Um, but yeah, so we did that. Um, we've branched into Instagram now, which is fun, but it just means that we've got another market. Um another like because Facebook is great I love Facebook because you can share you can really interact but Instagram a lot of people will stay on Instagram because it's just a like it's just you know a post into a story but it doesn't take too much effort um well when you're just a user like when you're actually putting content out there it takes a little bit more effort than that um (laughs) no idea when you're creating particularly if you want a nice curated feed um Mm. If you've got branding, like it's when you see people's feeds that are just literally pretty picture after pretty picture and there's no content, uh, there's no like um, substance to their comments. And yeah. like, that, see, that's an easy feed. I kind of get where people have lazy feeds where it's just like they literally roll out all their pretty headshots over the year and they're always like throw back to last time I was on holiday and I was like, what, this, this picture was from four years ago. You don't look like that anymore, love. Um, <laughs> and, and it's But that's such an easy feed, whereas with like feeds that we've got, I've now moved uh, the Pageantland podcast onto the Pageantland online Instagram and instead mm-hmm. of running it on my personal Instagram, which is what I have been doing um, and just working out all the branding colors and now making sure that the content stays on brand. So you've got that nice scrollable feed and it's just like mm-hmm. aesthetically pleasing. People don't get how much work that takes. Yeah. <laughs> you have to make sure like I have like a, a video, a quote video that it'll be, like letting someone know who's coming on next, a video. It's like, it's all, it's obviously pink because pink is the color, pink and black are the colors of, not just they were my like personal training business, which was Beauty and the Beast PT, the personal training, which 
if you've used my PayPal, you kind of think, why does she have that? Um, <laughs> but then I've progressed it into Sparks and Rhinestones. So pink is a great color. Um, and that's one that I have in my feed. So yeah, we um, we do the interviews on there, pre-recorded. And I also think sometimes it takes the pressure off girls when it's pre-recorded, just in case you slip up or just in case you mess up and you have to record it again. Um, so for those who are really shy and don't know too much um, about how they will be perceived on a on something like this, they can try it and then they get a lot more confidence. And then you know when they do win their title, when they come back, it's just it's just a massive difference. Um, but it provides it provides people who don't think you know if they don't have a major title because I always call everyone. I'm like, hi, queenies. Like I'm doing some posts some videos if you'd like to join in and they're like oh I'm not queen yet I'm like no girls you're all queens that's just what I call every pageant girl it doesn't matter what title you have what crown you have as long as you're doing something with it and you want to share your story like I'm here for you (laughs) we um Felicity and I have a song that we've written together sort of like she suggests words she wants included and then mummy has to try and make that word fit to the tune and the rhyme um which is always fun and we wrote a new verse for it yesterday and it was just like um I'm a queen every day the crown around my heart makes me that way Oh, because it's, yeah, it's what's on the inside. And I'm very always when she says, "I'm oh, no, mommy. I'm not. A, I'm not a princess. I need. I'm not wearing my pretty dress." And I was just like, "No, because what makes you a princess?" And she's like, "What's in my heart?" Um, <laughs> I don't want her to ever think it's just about what we put on the outside. We have to put the sparkles and rhinestones on the inside too, darling. Mm-hmm. Very clear with her. Um, oh, see, we've digressed already. You and I could go on for like four <laughs> years. I keep getting people saying, when are you and Hannah starting a YouTube channel together? <laughs> oh. oh, the amount of stuff I do. I don't think a YouTube channel would fit. Exactly. That's, that's my exact response. I said, there's a reason I just do podcasts without the video. It's because I don't want to put my hair and makeup on all the time. Um, I'm, I'm going to try and pick a day of the week where I do makeup. Um, I've got a couple of video interviews next week and so I was just like yeah uh, I will do hair and makeup for that and so someone else wanted a video interview and I'm like yeah but it's gotta be on this day because I'm doing my hair and makeup that day you know though it's perfect to do that I always say to everyone um it's one of the points I make that if you are if you're going to the appearance and you've done your hair and makeup that when you get home that's your time to um get some appearance photos for online campaigns or to do some videos at home about your platform like it's the perfect time because you're already made up like <laughs> use use that time and if you had it professionally done definitely use that time outfit <laughs> put some do some selfies in different bits of your house so that you've like got some like content to put out like just yeah made mm-hmm. a bit of it. which now I have no one doing my hair and makeup I've I've ordered <laughs> some extra hair bits um and Patrick from Glam Squad, I believe, is going to have some some patron has got a patron account for tutorials for one of his <laughs> businesses. Um, but I, I've messaged him to get to try and get the link uh, to say because yeah, I definitely could do with some like learn how to actually do my eyeshadow because I like smear one color on my lid, one color on the top, and then I use a brush to brush a third color over the two of them. That's it. <laughs> That's my eyeshadow look, and I I have four colors and I do it two ways with the same like. <laughs> I need brows that's what I need brows and good foundation I need to find out what foundation he uses um for sure yeah I I I love his foundation I love my new one actually I'm really pleased with the new one I've started using um see we've digressed again we're good at this (laughs) (laughs) um so 
before Sparkles and Rhinestones, how did you build and connect with the pageant community? Because you weren't exactly an unknown hiding under a rock before you started all of that. I like to think that. <laughs> I think sometimes it's hard. You don't really 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 realize how many people actually know you and your title like when I won that award the inspirational queen for national beauty I was like oh my goodness like ah, people voted for me (laughs) but I I mean I've competed for 10 years now and I've always had the saying that if I'm gonna have a sash like it it shouldn't be living in my cupboard it shouldn't be living on my shelf it should be out and about and I wear it down until like the final sash you can't see the writing you have to get a new one um or you have to you know really soak that uh winner's sash (laughs) to get all of the mess out of it I find that I I'm very lucky here in Swindon that I have a lot of community events I find a lot of events through Facebook and also when you're at events, you get asked to go to another event. And when we have the Rorkshire Beauty Queens, we are always posting appearances that we see. And it's good to have a network of queens. Not everyone is lucky enough to have a network of queens, but it depends how far you're willing to travel. If you can't travel too much, like for me, I can't travel really far unless it's a good public transport system, like the trains, and sometimes I'll get a coach. Or if I have another pageant friend traveling up, and I'll jump in um, with them. So it's nice to have the community that you live in and seeing what sort of stuff you can help with. As well as that, I think that it's an online presence is really important. Now, I've just I started about a month ago a series called Queen Chats. So it's from my personal pageant page. And we just talk about mental health because that's my platform. That's one of my platforms. We talk about the different aspects, like people tell me about their different conditions they have or how they've dealt with their mental health, especially now. It's it's very incredible, like how we can deal with the stresses and things that we're going through. And I can do that at home. I can do that with a camera set up in my newly painted room (laughs) and just chat to these people and do it through Skype. And I started that because I wanted to still be proactive, even if I couldn't get to different places. So it's really just using your initiative and saying, right, what am I good at? What can I do? What can I utilize this time? I get two days a week where I have child free and it's like, right, okay, this is what I'm going to do. (laughs) So I'm like, Obviously now we're all stuck inside and we're having to use the digital space a lot more. And for me, although there are some things that have been rescheduled, I had already got appearances booked um, based on that they were happy to have me whether or not I won the title, which is really good because I didn't. Um, And and really nice to know that they're like, no, you're big enough. (laughs) You're big big enough to come (laughs) whether you've got a UK title or not. I was like, okay, thanks. Um, So actual places that have been rescheduled. But then a lot of my work I've made digital online because of Felicity. And I I don't like going to stuff that I can't take her with me to on the whole. Um, But sometimes I also need a break. So it's, I have a rule if it's over, I think I'll do an hour and a half drive each way sort of getting um gets close to two as soon as it goes over two hours each way I will stay overnight and make a whole thing of it because at that point I'm going to be so far I'm going to be 
miss miss so much of my time with her that I might yeah. as well make it a full block and I go up a little bit earlier and I get loads of work done and I go to the event and I stay up like um I think Miss Miss and Miss Great Britain I stayed up to like half past three in the morning working I wasn't going to go to the after party that wasn't in the nicest possible way a productive use of my time I wanted to go mm-hmm. and support uh, the people I knew on stage and there were some people that I know that were new to pageantry that weren't going to have massive supporter groups there I really wanted to go and be loud for them in the audience I'm good at that um and and then I went and, and worked um and made the most of that sort of trip away and things but um yeah it, it's for, for me it's not it's not that tricky to move into doing lots of digital stuff because I do that already but I'm actually got a whole I don't know if it goes out before this one or after this one a whole episode about um finding um preparing uh, finding actually securing and preparing digital appearances um mm-hmm. but if you create your own digital thing like you've got with sparkles and rhinestones um like I've got with pageant land online and the pageant and podcast um you've kind of got that presence there you sort of build that that digital following and things um have you got any other so you've got the queen's chat um which you've got so this is so I'm going to digress again this is what I love about how platforms have been taken a lot more seriously in the UK and I love the UK pageant industry but I also believe in learning from other countries of the same industry and, and America are a lot more on it when it comes to platforms than we are and I love that that's creeping over I'm a big advocate for that over here the Queen's Chat, you've set it up like a business. And that is how we progress our platforms. If we set it up properly, it's got beautiful branding. It's got its Instagram. <laughs> Take it seriously. Um, you know that the content's going to be good because it, 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 we do judge books by its co- by their covers. Um, mm. Right or wrongly, we do, particularly in social media, because it is very an aesthetic um, particularly Instagram, very aesthetic looking and um, a very aesthetic social media. Um, and you, you've set it up like a professional one. And I always plan to do more with my platform after Galaxy, whether it was with without the crown. I've got a bit that I'm saving for when I get the crown one day and a bit that I will do in the other ones. And now I have goal guesses on the Instagram and, and on Facebook and Again, it's a platform, but setting it up like a business um, because that really helps people to connect and grow and know that they're going to get quality from it. And and that's the other, sorry, I'm harping on a bit now, but (laughs) platforms, um, rant on the way. I've got no one to talk to about pageants unless I do this. Um, Is having a strong platform will help your community and it will help you grow your community. See, I am always, I've always said, and it's the reason why when we do our Sparks and Roses interviews and when I do pageant training, it's like, do you have a platform or do you have a charity support? And I think it gives a lot more content to your pageant interview when you are being judged. But also it kind of just explains why you want to compete in pageants. Like, do you want to compete in pageants just to wear a crown and sash and go around and look pretty? Or do you want to actually make a difference? Now, you don't have to have just one platform. You can have two, you can have three. Um, You just need to dedicate enough time so we actually know. And that's the reason why I did Queen's Chats, because although I have I have two platforms which kind of merge into one of mental health and body confidence, the body confidence comes because I'm a plus size queen and also um, a qualified personal trainer and I do the Sparks and Rainstones like confidence sessions, although they do have pageant training in them, we also do a confidence part beforehand, so it really gets you into that right mindset to then 
um, talk about pageant training and hopefully when all this, all this is over we can actually hold our big confidence event which Yay. is definitely just focused on um really building yourself up from the inside out and it was looking to be really excitable and I am excited to get that back on it. planning on, it's <laughs> gonna be amazing so I'll be running the goal guests workshop um at that event when it happens which it will at some point <laughs> At some point, I've got the balloons for it, so we have to. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta do it. Um, The balloon arch, but yeah. Um, I always think if you're going to do something like that, a lot of people now that they're in lockdown, they start doing interviews and they start doing um, blogs and they start doing things like that. But is it going to continue once you're out of lockdown? That is the big question. If you're going to start a project, you want to make sure that you're following through a bit, and that's why. With Queen's Chats, it's there. Like the Instagram, yes, I love making things look very pretty. But it's there for when I take it off of my personal like page on Facebook. So I've been sharing the videos there and just keep it on Instagram. And I put the facts on there. So if anyone does have mental health as their platform, they can go there. They can check out the facts. They can really like dive into it and develop their own platform. And I just want something that Sparks and Wellington's is like my legacy project of when I finish competing, if I ever finish competing, I will still be involved in pageantry. And the same with Queen's Chats. Like if I don't have a crown, even though I've got loads in the background, like I would still be wanting to talk about it. It won't be as many episodes as it is now, but it might just be every week. It might be every two weeks. But there will still be some continuous in, like, continue, well, you know the word. <laughs> There'll yeah. be, um, you know, you'll still continue with it. And I think it's really important to use this time now, since we are in lockdown, to really shape and develop your platform and realise why you want to compete in pageants, what charity you want to support. Yes, a pageant may have a chosen charity, uh, but are you strongly affiliated with that charity? Is there a charity you want to help or fundraise or movement? If you suffer with a condition, do you want to bring a lot more awareness to that fact? And this is where pageantry you can. Of course, in the manual, we have a 12-month social awareness, like social campaigns and awareness days. Now, there are so many more, so many more. I went through a lot and picked out I picked out the ones that would be relevant for the pageant queens that I've seen on Facebook yeah. and I've seen on Instagram. It literally tells you, you you can hit, you can either put the date your date in or hit today and, and it brings up mm. all the special days that it is. So they'll be like, today is International Chocolate Day and can yeah. you run out of chocolate in my house? Uh, it's International Chocolate Day and tomorrow is Spider Awareness Day and... Mm. Um, Tomorrow is also International Hoover Appreciation Day and it's also uh, like iPhone Lovers Anonymous Day. Like it will give you like, oh, I'm like looking around my room at what's in my room. Um, it, it, there are some real days like that. There are some like, <laughs> you, can, you can go through all of them and be like, right, which one connects me? Do any of them connect my platform? Um, I really go into this with, uh, so with, uh, blah 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 can't speak today apparently um with pageant line coaching the purpose to pageantry course uh we'll look at the 12 months or the nine months however many months you've got running up to your next pageant and then after because you should always have some things prepared for straight after the pageant whether you win or lose mm-hmm. um, and and look at what we're going to focus on in each section and how they link to the platform and we go into platform development um, and also key is 
in there. What skills have you got that you could utilize? What skills are you willing to learn to progress your platform? And what community have you got? And what community would you need to be able to do what you want to do? Um, because as like you said, people are, lots of people starting blogs and looking at starting this and that. Um, mm. And sometimes if, if you're happy to spend a lot of time learning new skills and then not using them if you're going to give it up then that's fine that's completely up to you um but maybe looking at doing for me I'm not a writer I love writing so uh guest features for articles like random one-off type things brilliant but it's something that takes me a very long time because I'm so dyslexic um I find it quite stressful I'm much more a speaker public speaker video podcast that's much more my happy zone and um, so for me when I ran the beauty queen diaries blog it was stressful <laughs> um, so don't go don't think oh great blogs are blogs are nice and easy because I don't have to to speak or be on camera and um, I can just write and then realize oh actually I, I'm not a very good writer I don't really like writing I'd actually prefer to learn the skills to speak or, or do a podcast or be on camera and um, so it's yeah remembering remembering kind of those elements as well we've completely digressed off community now but um it's kind of community it's an online community isn't it a lot of a lot of things for pageantry you'll find a lot online and that's where if you want to be able to get involved in campaigns and get involved in appearances when we are able to go out again for actual events this is where you're going to find it and if you haven't got an online presence as such no one's going to be able to attend your event or no one's going to be able to see you can post and share in as many groups as you want but you need to actually be talking to these people rather than just share and hope that someone sees it because people just see your name and if you're not like now you you, I mean you're known for so many different reasons all of them good um (laughs) I'm predominantly known for the pageant podcast um I'm I'm very outspoken in different groups and I've appeared on quite a few bits and pieces people a lot of people will now recognize my name on stuff and that mm. sort of edifies it and same for you it sort of edifies it when we put a post up um same with like the other big names um obviously like Maggie G um Lauren Parkinson um oh people are going to shoot me Harriet Lane like when you see those names you know that whatever comes next after the their name at the top of the post is is not going to be pants <laughs> it's good quality content and and you need to yeah have built up that present be engaging with those kind of posts and start sharing the quality content um and and things like that to get that sort of notoriety sounds a bit aggressive (laughs) notoriety um online and I never kind of set out to achieve that but did have found that that's sort of grown I just wanted to share advice on a podcast um and yeah it's sort of grown grown from there which is nice but um so one more question we've Ooh. talked a lot about the digital stuff predominantly because both of both of us love the digital side because of our kids and currently that's serving us well because we are in lockdown um Ooh. after lockdown what tips have you got for connecting a bit more in real life like actually talking to people <laughs> actually stepping outside and striking a conversation without having to worry about anything (laughs) so um as I said it's really important I think they both come into play with social media as well to find out what queens are in your local area but even if not it's good to go to local events 
where you may strike up a conversation with a business person or strike up a conversation with the local mayor of your um, town or city. I think a crown and sash really elevates, or even just a sash and a title, it kind of gets questions of, oh, what does that mean? Like some people still don't know, of course, about pageants or they think that they stopped years ago. So this is your opportunity to talk to them and say what it's about and hopefully from that you then get other events so for example myself and a couple of the other watch queens we always walk in a, a carnival every may and we walk with the carnival queens and a lot of people ask and it's like what does that crown and sash mean and when you start talking to them you then start talk to other businesses and they go oh i've got an event if you'd like to attend as a special guest people might find and this is where as coming back to the social media if you have a page, you can direct them to that page and that's where they can contact you. Or of course, if you are very proactive and you have business cards with your details. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had them for a while. Um, just because I just haven't had time. I don't want to commit myself to appearances that I might not be able to make. However, of course, if I am with the virtual girls, then we can. And we do talk to our local like area a lot especially with the with Bassett the carnivals and, and things like that but yes if you have a business card they can you can direct them to your socials if they need to message give them your number and then they will remember that years ago when I was Miss Swindon this is back in 2000 2010 11 2011 I was I used to model for our local football club and all the time they would um, message me every year to say, oh, we have a community day if you'd like to attend. I even got to attend when they had the FA Cup here for Swindon when we, went, we played against Chelsea, uh, where I actually got to walk on the pitch and walk in front of like Sky Sports, which was always fun. Of course, we lost. We did. But <laughs> that's not the point. Because of pageantry, I got to do that because of getting to know my local town and getting into appearances like that the papers sometimes don't focus on the positive so now it's very hard to get an article however this is where you use the online to promote your title and get involved in stuff like this like in a podcast in an online interview in a blog mm. um you know and if you do message to say i'd like to be featured follow up and actually book that appointment <laughs> mm-hmm. or at least know what they're going to be talking about because a lot of people message our page um about random things someone asked for sponsorship for being a dress shop and I'm like we're not a dress shop we're in vice page oh, uh, <laughs> all the time I did a I did a live on Facebook um that is predominantly the co- same content that's coming out in the episode about finding finding, securing and preparing for digital appearances because I get so many people that clearly haven't listened to any of the podcast episodes hitting up to be on the podcast and so don't know what it is that we do and I've actually had to change the wording on the website. It was I thought it was very clear about what you could apply to be on and the podcast about but it clearly was a bit too vague and um, so I've been very specific with no this you need to fall into this category or this category otherwise I'm not recording at the moment with any other types of episodes please make sure you've listened um, and on the application form to be a guest it says please make sure that you've actually listened to a few of our guest interviews so that you understand the format and what it is we're looking for um, mm. because we aren't you're the same thing there's there's 
there's a you always have a focus um like a particular area that you're yeah so we we always talk about platforms and journeys and things like that because it's a it's nice like hard interview but for you you have a a natural subject of matter what you're discussing so you need to know (laughs) what you're talking about (laughs) like with me if any any of you not listening that haven't that are thinking of doing an episode or you're signed up to do an episode before the episode sometimes sometimes only an hour or so before because I don't want people to be prepared as such like I don't want prepared answers but you tend to get Mm. answers uh, questions in advance from me um anywhere from two weeks to two hours before you'll have the the questions (laughs) just so you've got a little bit of an idea of what's going on but I I would never bring on someone as a guest expert I didn't think couldn't couldn't answer those questions without me sort of preparing them um there are always questions that I believe they should know off the top of their their heads um otherwise I wouldn't be having them on as an expert um the exception there is the Sunday slam ones which were my fun ones but they were specifically you don't get to know what the questions are um and that was just a short series that we did and I'm not sure I'll do it again although I know Patrick from the glam squad is chomping at the bit to do one so we might have to do a special feature one just so he can have his chance <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, that was amazing there was so much content there um, and beyond the original topic but that's why I say with these I like having the main topic that we do come back to so you know as a listener guys you're always going to get some value some actionable tips from an episode but then we always add in additional actionable advice I'm all about the actionable um I think it says in the little outro that I'm about to get re-recorded and funnily enough um that it's thank you for spending I know I really value your time and thank you spending some of it with me but that's because I I don't want to waste your time I always want to make sure that you've got some value from this so I hope everyone listening has got some amazing value from it and you're going to also rock over to sparkles and rhinestones which I will link in the show notes um so that you can go and check out all of Hannah's amazing content and advice and and I'll put links for getting in touch with you to get the pageant manual um are you doing another order fairly soon I can't remember when this episode so um, I always do an order on the 23rd and the 1st, uh, depending on how many, but I have some coming in tomorrow and I think I might have nearly sold out of them, but the, when people buy them, it means that I can order them in quicker. So even though all of this is going on, thank goodness the, um, printers are still really, really good. Um, with keeping orders. So, so many printers now are, are a very few human beings. Um, mm. all like automated and stuff because there's some more printing things that I want to get done soon the items are still in design phase so I've got a bit more time and um, and I was like oh well there's no point in working on them because all the printers be shut down and I keep getting all these discount codes through and I'm like oh, okay they're still running um <laughs> all my pop-up I want to get my roller blind pop-ups um because I'm going to be sponsoring a few events and things like that and mm-hmm. going to be doing more live podcasting at events um I wanted to have a pop-up so people knew what it was um because at Galaxy it was just crazy old me in the corner with both mics looking like I was running a radio station in the bar at Galaxy and um, whereas if I had a little pop-up sign People like, know, yeah. this is what it's for and um, so yeah it's um yeah it's a great time to get printing done at the moment actually with all the discount codes I keep being sent <laughs> um so where is best for us to find you online obviously I'll pop them in the show notes but it's nice for people to hear it into their ears as well 
Yeah, so the Facebook page is just Sparkles and Rhinestones. And the Instagram is Sparkles and Rhinestones UK. Um, I'm, I think I tried to set it up beforehand and then it's like this user is non-available. So I put UK on the end so it all works. Um, but yeah, you can message me on either the, of those pages. My pageant page is Hannah Golden Beauty Queen. Just type that in. And on Insta is why my spokesmodel. But for like pageant related stuff, it's best to message the maybe the Instagram, Facebook messages are really hard sometimes on pages. They don't always come through. I do find them. I'm like, okay, I need to respond to that. But Instagram I, I, is very, very instant. I think in my actual profile, my personal profile on Facebook, it even says, email me, don't DM. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's we, that's <laughs> I'm like, I lose. I lose personal DMs, I lose the page DMs, and I am technically minded. Like, I am not digitally inept at all. Um, and I'm still like, where is this? I've had an alert for this message. Where is this message? I'm always like, just email me. Um, yeah, I have to physically go and look to see if there's any messages. But because I also run not just my own pageant page and the Sparks and Rhinestones, but I also do the social media content for Yummy and for Yummy Why Am I? So I've got. I've got a lot of different Instagram accounts <laughs> and Facebook pages. Um, so I'm very much very try me tech savvy, but yeah, sometimes some do stick through the net. But Instagram's great. Tagging me and anything is okay. Um, but yeah, always there. If you just want to message my personal page, it's Hannah Golden. Um, just send me an inbox. I'm always there for pageant girls if they're new, if they're looking for advice. It might take a while to get back to you because of Penelope. She might have stolen the phone or anything like that. <laughs> but I will get back to you eventually. It's probably like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> but I don't try, if people message me, I try not to do it too late. So 10 will be the latest, unless I know you. Um, we will get a message in the morning at like 6 o'clock. <laughs> oh, the people might get 2 a.m.s from me because I just can't sleep right now. So. <laughs> mm. Anything that finally gets me into bed is the fact that I get up at seven to run and during the weekdays, if I don't go out for my run at seven, I don't get it because my other half has to go into his office and work at his office in the house. I would like to point out we're not actually leaving our house except he goes out at half seven for a run and I go out at eight for a run. Mm. And then, yeah, moved our times back. So if I don't go then, I have to go. That's what sort of gets me out of bed, which means that's what gets me into bed knowing that I've only got X hours before I have to get up otherwise I miss my run and if I miss my run right now it's just not going to end well for anyone nope. 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 nope I need that you can't look after a nearly three-year-old all day without having had 30 minutes of headspace it's just break yeah <laughs> break um amazing oh well thank you so much um I will let you go and uh, I will look forward to speaking to you again I think we're speaking next week we are indeed. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.